بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين My brothers and sisters in Islam السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Inshallah ta'ala today we're going to have a very short discussion about the seven positions in the prayer in which a dua is recommended and legislated when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us to make dua in these seven positions of the prayer. Some of these positions we are to make the dua as mentioned by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we are not allowed to add anything to this dua and inshallah ta'ala I will address them. Number one is the position of Dua'ul Istiftah. So when the believer begins his salat, Allahu Akbar, there is something known as Dua'ul Istiftah, the opening dua. And this is something that is said just before you read Surah Al-Fatiha. And one of these many Dua'ul Istiftah, one of them is Allahumma ba'id bayni wa bayna khatayai kama ba'adta bayna al-mashriqi wal-maghrib. You say, Oh Allah, make a distance between me and my sins in the same manner you have made a distance between the East and the West. And this dua focuses on asking Allah for forgiveness. And it has another two parts. You can check them out in many apps that would have dua in the prayer. So that is the first position of dua in a salat, dua ul istiftah. The second position in which it is recommended or you would make dua in a salat is during the recitation of the Quran. And so of course the first dua that you will be making is in Surah Al-Fatiha when you say المستقيم, when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide you to the straight path. And then during the recitation of the Quran you might come past ayat in which you ask Allah Azza wa Jal for his mercy and for his forgiveness and seeking Allah's protection from his wrath, from his anger, from the hellfire, from punishments, and so on. And this was narrated that uh, one of the companions, I think it was Anas radiallahu anhu, that prayed with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam a night prayer, a voluntary prayer. He said that I prayed with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he read Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah Al-Imran, Wal-Nisa, and when he would read an ayah, it was speaking about Allah's mercy, he would stop and ask Allah for his mercy. And when he would read an ayah of forgiveness, he would stop and ask Allah for his forgiveness. And if he came by or read an ayah in which there was the mention of Allah's punishment, he would stop and seek Allah's, يعني, he would seek Allah's protection from Allah's punishment and so on. So it is recommended that you stop and you make dua for Allah to grant you mercy if you read an ayah that had a reference to Allah's mercy. Well, all agreed that it is allowed to make such dua during the voluntary prayers. And they differed whether this is allowed in the obligatory prayers or not. Well, Imam al-Shafi'i he said that this is permissible uh, to make dua uh, as you're reading the Quran and you come past ayat of Allah's mercy and forgiveness. He, Shafi'i rahimahullah said that this is permissible to make dua in the voluntary prayers and in the obligatory prayers. So that's the second position of making dua in a salat. 
The third position of making dua in a salat is in a ruku'ah. When you go into a ruku'ah, primarily a ruku'ah is to glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and declare His perfection by saying, Subhana Rabbiyal Azim. However, there's a narration in Sahih al Bukhari that Aisha radiallahu anha said that the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to make this dua in abundance in his ruku'ah and sujood. In ruku'ah, he would say, Subhanakallahumma rabbana wa bihamdik, Allahumma ghfir li. This is the dua. And in a ruku'ah, this is the only dua that is permissible. You cannot make any other dua. It is not allowed to make other dua. The only dua that is permissible in ruku'ah is to say this, Subhanakallahumma rabbana wa bihamdik, Allahumma ghfir li. Oh Allah, forgive me. So that's the third position of dua in the prayer. The fourth position of dua in a salat is when you rise from a ruku'ah. And when you say, Rabbana walaka alhamd, hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih, mil'a samawat wa mil'a al-ard wa mil'a ma baynahuma wa mil'a ma shi'ta min shay'in ba'd, ahlu thana'i wal majd haqqu ma qala al-abd wa kulluna laka abd, Allahumma la mani'a lima a'tayt wa la mu'atiya lima mana'at wa la yanfa'u dhal jaddi minka al-jadd. This is dua that is made when you rise from a ruku'ah. And all these dua, my brothers and sisters in Islam, just download an app and you will find, download the Adhkar app and you will see a section that, call, that says Salat. You can open that and you'll see all these dua in there. So that's the fourth position of making dua in a Salat. The fifth position of making dua in a Salat is in a sujood. When you go down to a sujood, this is a place in when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam emphasized and recommended us to make dua. And this is the best position to make dua in a sujood. And one of these dua is to say subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik allahumma ghfirli. The same dua that you would make in a ruku'ah. Except that in a sujood, you can add more dua. And it's best to make the dua that is mentioned in the Quran or mentioned in the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As some of the ulama mentioned, that a person that is in sujood should only be making the dua of jawami'ul kalim, the dua of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the sunnah, and the dua of the Quran, such as, Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanah wa fil akhirati hasanah wa qina athab al-nar. The believer in his sujood should only focus on dua related to the afterlife and dua related to his spiritual needs and his iman and his يعني, relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another ulama mentioned that uh, يعني, a person can, can make whatever dua he likes, such as Imam al-Shafi'i rahimahullah, and there's no issue to make whatever dua you like in a sujood. And this is where the dua is most recommended. That's the, uh, as we mentioned, the fifth position. The sixth position in which dua is made in a salat is al-julusu bayna al-sajdatayn when you sit between the two sujood that is a moment of dua but this position of dua you should only make the dua that was narrated in a sunnah and you're not allowed to add to this so from this dua is to say rabbighfirli rabbighfirli two times that's it and you can add to this as in the narration of Ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhu, that the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would say, Allahumma ghfirli, warhamni, wa'afini, wahdini, warzuqni. A believer is not allowed to add to these dua when he is sitting between the two sujood. So people that say, Allahumma ghfirli, wali walidayh, 
this is impermissible. It is not allowed to add wali walidi as a dua when you're sitting between the two sujood. And then the final seventh position in which dua is made in a salat is just before at-taslim. So once you're concluding the prayer and you've made a tahiyat and you've finished your tahiyat, uh, just before you say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and conclude the prayer, this is a position of dua. And so also stick to the dua that is found in the Quran and in the authentic sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That would be better and more recommended than making any general dua. Even though making general dua is also permissible as the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَلْيَتَخَيَّرْ مِنَ الدُّعَاءِ مَا شَاءُ Choose whatever dua you want and you can make. Naam. And some of these um, recommended prophetic dua is what the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught Abu Bakr radiyallahu anhu. And that is to say, Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kathira. Oh Allah, I have wronged myself a lot. Wa innahu la yaghfiru dhunuba illa ant. And no one forgives sins except you. Faghfir li maghfiratan min indik. So grant me a special forgiveness from you. Warhamni innaka anta al-ghafoorul rahim. And, and, and bestow your mercy upon me. Verily, you are the all-forgiving. And dua such as, Allahumma aghfir li ma qaddamtu wa ma akhartu wa ma asrartu wa ma a'lantu wa ma asraft. وَمَا أَنْتَ أَعْلَمُ بِهِ بِنِّي أَنْتَ الْمُقَدِّمُ وَأَنْتَ الْمُؤَخِّرُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ These are recommended dua to make just before you conclude the prayer. And this is a powerful position for a dua. Very powerful position. Why? Because this dua at the end of the prayer is coming after you have began your prayer, Allahu Akbar, and you've read Quran, and you've made ruku'ah, and you came up and you praised Allah by saying Rabbana wa lakal hamd and you've made sujood and then you've prayed another rak'ah, a third rak'ah, a fourth rak'ah. So now by the end of the prayer, you are in the best position to make dua because you are so humbled by the entire prayer you have prayed. So make sure you make dua during that time. These are seven positions to make dua in as-salat. So be focused, be aware and be conscious of this. And if you pay attention to something, all of these dua, 95% of them, are all focusing on asking Allah for His forgiveness. Allahu Akbar. How beautiful is this to know? As-salat, the majority of dua in as-salat, 90, let's say 99% of the dua in these seven positions is about asking Allah for His forgiveness. And that is teaching you and I a very good lesson and an important lesson. That the primary role of the prayer is to forgive our many sins that we commit during the day and during the night. This is why we pray five prayers a day. Because we are in need of forgiveness. We are in need, desperate need of forgiveness. And five prayers that are the obligatory prayers are the minimum. Otherwise the believer should pray more, should pray more. And that is the voluntary prayers, as-sunan al-rawatib, the ones before and after the obligatory prayers, and something of the night prayers, and salat al-duha, and the nafil prayers in general. For we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our dua, we ask Allah azza wa jal to accept our prayers, and we ask Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins and our shortcomings. Jazakumullahu khayra, we ask Allah azza wa jal to accept from us all.
Have you ever wished that there was a Muslim version of YouTube or Netflix? Well, we have created one. The One Islam TV app has no adverts and is safe to browse for your peace of mind. Watch hundreds of high-quality produced Islamic reminders, Quran videos, stories of the prophets, hot topic, debates, and so much more. Four to eight new videos are uploaded daily, inshallah. You can watch or listen to videos while your device is switched off. Watch videos on demand or download videos and watch offline. One Islam TV is 100% run and owned by Muslims, which means the small amount you pay for your subscription is a sadaqah jariya, continuous charity for you, as we use the funds raised to continue producing more beneficial videos and reminders, inshallah. The One Islam TV app is now available on Apple devices, Apple TV, Android devices, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku. So you can watch on most devices and smart TVs. Download now for a free 7-day trial. May Allah reward you for supporting our work.